Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. It's midday show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gilly. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. Is it time for the Sixers to just punt the year and take a big picture approach on Embiid's health? I say yes. Hugh says no. Get him back for the postseason. Of course, the Eagles, are you starting to talk yourself into this coaching staff? See, the other jobs are filled. We know all the head coaches. Sirianni, obviously, one of those. One of 32. Dan Quinn now in Washington. And the more I think about the staff, Moore's a good coordinator. Fangio's an excellent coordinator. I've talked myself a little bit to this thing possibly working better than I thought, you know, when Sirianni stayed a couple weeks ago. But one thing I've noticed that people are brought up, and it's interesting to hear, is players coming out to defend Sirianni, right? He's a good motivator. He's a good leader. So maybe the locker room really wasn't anti-Sirianni at the end. One of those clips I heard and we'll bring it to you right now. It's Jason Kelsey, New Heights, talking about Nick Sirianni and and how much he likes him. Nick, and I really mean this, is one of the best coaches I've been around and talking about coaching situational ball, really understanding what to do in the right moment, motivating guys. We coach things up in team meetings and hold people accountable better than uh, pretty much any other coach I've been around. Players love him. They'll play hard for him. I know it was a really year for us. I think that Nick has a lot to bring as value as the head coach and the uh, organizational leadership that he provides for the team. The other thing that I think if Nick moving to like a head coaching position, he removed himself from play calling duties last year with Shane Steichen. That ended up working out pretty damn good. Nick has shown in his tenure with the Eagles that he's going to do whatever he thinks is in the best interest of the Philadelphia Eagles. And he doesn't care about how other people perceive it. He doesn't care about anything other than what's in the best interest of the team. Players respect the hell out of coaches that operate on that level and communicate things like that. So that's all good stuff by Jason Kels there, Hugh. I mean, he's talking positively about Nick and how he should, because that's his coach. Yeah, and he's doing what's good for the team. But I, I saw that a little bit. People were like, see, you know, obviously Sirianni's fine. Everything's fine. It's not about Sirianni. And I appreciate Jason Kelsey's perspective. He's been here a very long time. But that that doesn't that can't move me. I mean, every the time. The dog don't hunt for you, Well, Joe. here's why. I, I mean, I, I don't have to. I'll just read it to you. Every time Jason Kelsey is asked about a coach when things are going bad, he backs the coach. I have quotes here from Jason Kelsey back in, you know, early in his career saying Chip is like one of the guys. I have a screenshot of, and Chip, we as we found out, wasn't really one of the guys, okay? And then this one, and this was more recent, and the Chip one, you know, who knows? Maybe he was, you know, Jason was early in his career, then he wasn't as outspoken. So that was just maybe a line. He was in the locker room. He said he's like, he's like one of the guys, okay? 
this is just a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read this entire. This is as Doug Peterson was about to be gone from here. Quote, Doug obviously saw it last week. I mean, we're 3-8-1, and one, and the guys are still going out there and giving everything they've got. I think he's a great head coach that is a great motivator. And he, went, he talks about how he motivates people to get the most out of people. My point is, I appreciate Jason Kelsey's perspective, but he says nice things about every Eagles coach. So, like, that can't make – that's not going to change gonna my opinion. That's not going to make you feel better because no. he's, he's kind of skewing a little bit BG. Love BG, but a BG positive. is super, super positive, positive. Super positive. And I think for the most part – You should be. And current players aren't going to rip their current coach. No, nah, but you have to know. I, I think the reality of the situation is you have to know that there was some flawed – something flawed with this football team. But I think when you talk to the veteran guys and what they try to do because they are veterans – they try to put out as many fires as they possibly can right. and and try not to make it controversial because they know, you know, when you say stuff like, say, for instance, what AJ said or didn't say yesterday, that call, that has a chance to be controversial, especially nowadays when, when we're all sitting on social media looking for some kind of sign to validate what we've already been feeling about whatever the situation is. Yeah. So you have to be a little bit more savvy when it comes to stuff like that. So I'm not mad at him about it. But to your point, you do have to take it with a grain of salt because he is a super positive guy. Totally. And I'm not mad either. But the I mean- bottom line is this, Joe. Something happened. Somewhere along the line, this culture got derailed, mm-hmm. and we still don't know what it is. So I'm not mad either, and I actually think it's, it's, it's him showing leadership, right? You said put the fires out. I yeah. think Kelsey does that really He's well. He's a fire putter. He's a spokesperson. He tries to put fires out. He he gives you the, the perspective of, of this is good, not bad. And I think that's good for the team. But, you know, you ever ask a parent about their kid and how smart they are? You, are you getting an honest answer or are you getting you, – you see it through a different lens, right? You are, you're you're going to be endlessly positive about your child. You're never going to see the – Maybe the flaws that they may have as like a student or whatever. You mean like when, when, when some parents say their, their kid is cute when they're really not? Uh, yeah, something like that. that. Yeah. That, that was, that's a bad analogy. No, but it, yeah, right? Like you're not going to get an honest answer. And I think that was a good o- analogy. Yeah. Over time, we found out that Jason Kelsey is going to back the Eagles coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the quotes are there. The audio's there. It doesn't matter. Like Doug was 3-8-1 and one and about to get fired, and all he talked about was motivation. Here's what it is for me. Actions speak louder than words. They could tell me all offseason – Sirianni, they got his back. He didn't lose the locker room. They played like they wanted the season to end. Yeah. On and, the field. And to be fair, like, I remember when, when Coach Rose was here. I didn't want him to get fired. And when people asked me about him, I was very, very positive. He ended up getting fired anyway. Right. And now, like, sometimes you don't see the forest for the trees, and maybe that's what, where, where uh, Jason is right now. And I maybe mean, that's he fair. believes and that's it. Fine. And, and that's might, fine. But show me, and not just Jason, show me as a team you've got this guy's back and you believe he knows what he's doing. Show me. Because I, I watched a wide receiver tell us that they didn't believe the offensive coaching staff knew what the heck they were doing. They were changing plays. They showed us they didn't, they didn't really believe in the coaches. So, you know, show me, don't tell me. I, I've, I've seen enough quotes about, oh, I like this coach. Oh, this coach is a great motivator, great leader. Well, why don't you play like it down the stretch of the season? So I, I, that's where I'm at with that, that whole thing. 215-592-9494. You can react to the Kelsey comments about Sirianni and the New Heights podcast. Of course, Embiid. And are you talking yourself into this full staff between Sirianni, Moore, and, of course, Vic Fangio. Phil in West Philly. When I see this on the board, I like to take these calls. Joe is making no sense. Let's talk about it. What's up, Phil? Gentlemen, how you doing? Hey, Phil. What's up, buddy? It's been a while. Listen, Joe, now you know normally, man, I, I keep it civil. 
and I, I, I normally, 99% of the time, agree with you. I, I just do. But what did you expect from Joel? Listen, he didn't play for, what, the first year and a half he was here? Mm-hmm. He's eight years older now. He's 45 pounds heavier. A seven-foot guy, almost 300 pounds, who began with a bad knee, it doesn't end well eight, nine years after he's already in the, in the league. However, I do agree with maybe you sit him a little bit. You know what I mean? Take the penalty. You play him half the season. You wait for the playoffs. The guy's good. We're good to go. But but expecting Joel, anything else from Joel Embiid at this point, eight, nine years into his career when he's got a bad knee to begin with, is a little bit crazy, man. So I'm I'm well, I'm confused at what we disagree on. I agree on what you said there. You're like so, you're are you reacting to my plan to let's just punt this year and try to get him healthy for next year? Absolutely, absolutely. That's what I'm. Mad well, about. but Phil, here's what we've never tried, and I and I mean like really tried. They've never really done get a him thing super healthy. Well, with a full plan, like coming into the season fully healthy, not off of you know trying to hobble through the playoffs. And then a plan next year, and I don't know what the right plan is. Is it no back-to-backs? Is it 50 games? I don't know. But a real plan. Games, okay, man. so maybe. So okay, it, let's go with that. 50 games. We've never seen that. Like no, no hobbling through the playoffs. Get off your feet. Do the whatever the the doctors say, surgery or rest. And then we come back next year. We do 50 games, and we see how it plays out. I agree. The other thing I have to say is there's no way in the listen. I I love Patrick Sertain. Take the top defensive guy in the league, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 unless they're throwing three first round picks for the next twenty years in a row, there's no way in the world I'm trading AJ Brown for Patrick Sertain straight up. There's no way, not with our offense the way it is. There's absolutely not a chance in the world I'm doing it. You, I think you guys underestimate the importance of some defense around here. I mean, Phil, I get it. I get how good AJ is. It's not about him. And Phil, good call. Luxury. We didn't really, really disagree as much as Phil thought we would. I, I agree with most of what he said. But guys, the deep. We need to get some defense on this team. We do, but I don't think it's at the at the cost of getting rid of my biggest asset on offense. I don't think that. Now, I'm not waffling on that. I want him to be here. I'm not waffling on my biggest asset because I don't know my quarterback. The only way, if if you want to call me a waffler, the only way that I would trade A.J. Brown is if I had Patrick Mahomes as my quarterback. That's the only way I'm doing it. I, I like Jalen. I think that he could be a phenomenal quarterback. I'm not prepared for life without A.J. Brown to see what, see what Jalen Hurts is. I'm not there yet. As but you could just get seen, another good receiver. Uh, I got one that I know he works well with. You just get another A.J. Brown? And another I, we got, good, we no, got, I said another good receiver. We got good. Coach Goober here that's going to put him in a position to be successful. With all We've seen A.J. run slants and stuff. I, I want to see Coach Goober with the slant game. I want to see how he gets the hot routes going. You know, uh, is he, is he officially about, Coach Goober? To me. Until how, he's not. How does he become Coach Moore again? When how does he, he earn on, that back? When he, when, he, when he has his first Eagles press conference and he puts on that Eagles gear. Oh, okay. Because I still see him as a Cowboy. I think most do. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean to be Coach fair, Goober. when I, I either picture him there or at Boise State when he's playing for the Broncos in the blue on the blue turf. Yeah. So here's my thing on this. I understand you guys keep saying Mahomes is the outlier. He is the outlier. Yeah, but he didn't score 35 points to get to the Super Bowl. They scored 17. The Chiefs are where they are this year. Because of the defense. Defense and Mahomes. Like, they're not winning these games 42-41. No, I hear what you're saying, but still, he's still the guy 
that makes it go for that team, and he has already been that guy. He's I, always been that totally. guy. Totally. But guess what? He could be the same Patrick Mahomes. If they were giving up 35, they'd lose on Sunday to the, to the, to the Ravens. They would have lost. Forget Patrick Mahomes, okay? A.J. Brown, removing him and adding Patrick Sertain makes the Eagles worse next year. I disagree. What? They're— I mean, there's not really an argument. Yeah, I mean, you're no, you no, 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 because AJ Brown, first of all, his position is way more impactful than what Patrick Sertan's position is, and AJ is a better receiver than Sertan is a cornerback. I reject that premise. It's uh, well, for, it's it's you true. I mean, it's a fact. AJ oh, oh. Brown is one of the best receivers in the league. Sertan's one of the best young corners in the league. Yes, but there, like, you can find five other corners probably better than uh, Patrick. See, Sertain. we we view it totally opposite on that. I think there are more good receivers. Like, I could find. Puka Nakua put up A.J. Brown's numbers. Puka. I'm not taking They found him in the fifth they're, round. Oh, okay, they're not as good as A.J. Brown. Now, let me throw this at you. The Jets have Sauce Gardner, right? Maybe the best corner in the league. Yes. What's that gotten them? Well, the problem – okay, you're oh, right. The mm. problem is their offense isn't good enough, I, right? You know what? I, I, mm. I like that you brought the Jets up because the Jets is a comparison. They have one star corner, one star receiver, right? Garrett Wilson. That's a, I think Garrett Wilson yeah, – Yeah, and they suck. No star corner. Why do they suck? <laughs> They suck because their quarterback play has been bottom of the barrel. If they had Aaron Rodgers playing, everyone thought they'd go to the Super Bowl with the setup they had. That's what every, That was the chatter before the season. They weren't supposed to suck. They sucked because their quarterback play got you know destroyed because Rodgers and then you know Zach Wilson you couldn't play high school football at this point. Like that's why they sucked. But Garrett Wilson's, I think, more important for the Jets' success if they want to like go forward and win than Sauce Gardner is, even with Aaron Rodgers. But, but, but we have one. Like, that's what you guys are forgetting. You you guys are the Devontae guys on this I, show. I, I know we, we are. We got one okay, of these. Okay, but A.J. Brown is, like, one of the best offensive players in the league. I and know. he plays the most impactful position on the offense besides quarterback. That's a fact. I And then listen, if we had just A.J., I think Jack's premise would have been insane because then you'd have zero wide receivers. We got one it's already. It's insane anyway. You are a worse team with, with – A.J. Brown yeah, gone and Patrick uh, Sertain. Yeah, I'm not trying to find out what that looks like. Yeah. You guys watched this defense. Yes, I did. And A.J. and Devontae. What what is, did it get I the also Eagles? watched this defense at, at some point. They were pretty decent at the beginning of the year. They were not, Hugh. They were decent, Joe. They, I didn't say good. They I said decent. He, they, they, were, they were fort holders. Yeah, but that was make-believe. <laughs> but, it, but it got us to 10 and, 10 and 1. Uh, and then what? Then the wheels fell uh, off. I know Pat, they did. Patrick Sertain only does so much for the defense. At the end of the Because somebody decided – that the defensive coordinator was the problem and not the players, and they made Coach Patricia the coach. And then we got way worse, and this offense still was sputtering. So Adding yeah, Patrick Sertain to the defense does less than taking away A.J. Brown from the offense. I totally disagree. I'm going to get – you just brought up Sauce Gardner. <laughs> okay. No, I, I disagree. It doesn't make any sense. The Jets were 32nd in the NFL in 2021. They draft Sauce Gardner. They went to fourth in points allowed. 32nd to oh, fourth. Oh, they got a stout defense now. No, but I know. They can't, they but the biggest score. change they made was they drafted a superstar corner. I, I, I just don't understand in what world you think we have a better chance of winning the Super Bowl with Patrick Sertain than, but than, you know than A.J. Brown. Because, you know what the guys, part about that is? I, I think – Right now, I think they have about a 1% chance to win next year's Super Bowl with A.J., Devontae, Jalen all playing great again if this defense doesn't get fixed. We just did this last summer. We had this whole fun thing on the show, the defense of luxury. The de- as much as we've made this as a radio station, as a city, as a fan base about Jalen and Sirianni and A.J. and, and Devontae, guys, the biggest reason the Eagles sucked is because their defense went into the tank. And one good corner is going to fix it. No, defense. no, but that's the start. <laughs> okay, so 
that, that's that now we're but getting a, to my point. AJ Brown is not a start. He's a finish. Patrick Sertan is a start to a fix. Finish to what? It, to the offense. The offense is rounded out with AJ there. Yes. And it doesn't matter is my point. Unless they reallocate the, the team and how they are built, this is not going to matter. No, it we doesn't matter if we the quarterback doesn't play be, as well. It's the quarterback be a, a lot better than it was. But the bottom line is this. We need offense. This is an offensive league. And if you talk you talk about the Jets, if they would have scored 21 points, 21 points in any of those games that they had where they would scoring six points. Right, they would have been in the playoffs. They'd have been in the playoffs. But that's so, my point. This is a no no you we need all you need offense. You we need a quarterback. We have offense. We have we don't know mm-hmm. I am not comfortable moving on because that's what you're talking about. Moving on from AJ and put my quarterback in a position where he needs to do more. So this is I'm not comfortable. This whole thing and I'm I'm glad Jack brought this up a couple of days ago because I think it's interesting. It, it, for me it's not so much about AJ. It's also about Devontae and it's about how they're building this team. Unless they fix the defense, we are deluding ourselves that they can they could go win anything. Patrick's return is not a one-spot fix. Man, we need that's where six. you're missing but the Kyle, point. No, one guy. No player is, but that's just Right. One, but, okay, that's, that's the nature of the defense, and that's the nature of the cornerback well, position. Well, hold on. No one said the offseason stops if that trade is made. Well, that, They'd but, have to but, add more but players. But your premise is that you fix the defense by adding Patrick's return. It's piece, false. Like, I think Joe's talking about he's a piece. Oh, he's I, special. I that's piece. not enough to give away freaking A.J. Brown. He's not a piece. He is He is in offense. He's not an offense. Yes, he is. And what did it did get the Eagles down the stretch six of the straight season? Games into 125 yards of offense. That's an offense. But they had him down the stretch and they didn't do anything. Oh my God, that's because they, Jalen Hurts regressed. Well, that well, and that's they part of it. They couldn't game plan. It's a huge. That is the part of it. I that we agree with two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. They couldn't game plan him open either, man. That was the, that was the most egregious thing, like the fact that you had a receiver. That had six games where he went over 120-something-odd yards, and then all of a sudden he just became a, a figure on the back of a milk carton. That's, all, that's, prob- that's probably more quarterback and offensive woes than anything. Because I remember vividly when, when I was in the A, Coach uh, was it Kyle Shanahan said, I don't care who knows, I'm throwing the ball to Julio Jones. Mm. And he did everything in his power to, to get him open, to create offenses to get him open. It's the same thing here. We didn't do enough, in my opinion, to get A.J. Brown the ball and, and allow – see, because what happens is this. You get him the football, that opens it up for everybody else because he's, he's that guy that you're going to have to bracket. You're going to have to have somebody over the top. Right. And it takes pressure off everybody else. We didn't do a good job of that. Mm-hmm. And that maybe is that the, that's the quarter, that's a, to me a marriage between the quarterback and the offensive scheme that that hindered him for being that guy. I, I got no. I agree with that. It's down the stretch, the offense was a mess. Totally. My my point, and it's a big picture thing, and I'm sure we're gonna have more conversation about this on WIP for the next two months and then years. Yeah, it's going down. It's going down. Is at some point, I I believe the Eagles have put too much into the offense. I just believe no, that. No, you're talking about financially. I get that. Well, and just resources. They've used yeah. first-round pick. Now, last year they started to reallocate it. Last year they started in the first round with Carter and Smith. One of those guys we know what could, they could play right now. We don't know about the other one yet. Yes. This I, they tried it this year, and it blew up in their face. Like, their offense wasn't bad this year. It, it, what, we've created this idea it was bad. No, it was, it was top ten. No, it's, it wasn't bad, what, but you're, what was you're bad? potentially talking about making it worse by moving on, in my opinion, from A.J. Again, okay, you're right. It's not just A.J., though. <laughs> the, what part of this team was bad? The, the defense. defensive side. You bad. Need to, you need to do a 
Until they fix that, it's not going to matter. But but what's an easier fix? Like, the defense doesn't need a generational player to fix it, right? They were playing below what their potential was. Some of the best players on the defense weren't living up to what they should actually play. If you get a cornerback that's lesser than Patrick Sertain, you will be better on defense. Of course. If you take away A.J. Brown, you are going to suck on offense. I don't know about that, but maybe. All right, Jerry is up next. What's up, Jerry? Jerry? Jerry there, buddy? I mean, come on. Hey, Jerry. Jerry. What's up, fellas? Hey, Jerry. What's up today? I'm in the middle of Walmart, dude, down here in Maryland. So I'm down here in Weave territory. My buddy Weave, I was trying to look him up, but he ain't here. He's worked late. So I'm just getting ready to walk in and out of here with my products. But... Okay, so when you say weave, that's groundhogs are associated with squirrels. Okay, groundhogs and squirrels. Out, they come out on February second. Mm-hmm. I did I did a little research. So here you're quite correct. They are rodents in the rodent family, but they do hibernate in the fall and come out on February second. I don't know about the shadow thing, but I'm assuming we got we got early spring coming. Jerry, I hope so. I'm ready that for early spring. I'm, I'm ready for it. Get down to, we get down to Clearwater. We get ready for some baseball here, Jerry. I'm in. So you do find the weave down there? Nah, he he works nice. I'm going to look him up later on. And I'm going to look him up at nighttime because I was going to hope we have a he's double not, call. He's nocturnal. But, but, but he's, he, he's off. He left this morning. So that's my man. You know, I, I love him. Uh, one so, of our favorites, the weave. Oh, yeah. The, the, weave, the weave's a legend. You know what I mean? So, um, but these people think I'm crazy because I'm hollering like a wild man. But, yeah, I, I really don't care because, you know, I'm Jerry the Truck Horn guy. That's so, right. You know, there's only one of me in the United States. There's nobody else like me. There That's is. true. There's there's a lot of there, people try to replicate you, Jerry, but there's only one Jerry the Truck Horn driver. Exactly. Just one. And, 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 and on my Embiid point, I do give you a sports point every time. It may not be the greatest, but I'll give you one. And they just put a band, they should just put a couple band aids on Embiid. Check him out. Put him back out there. I think it's more the baby addicts that he does than anything else. Give me a – what do you guys think? And I'll see you out with a – Jerry, love you, buddy. Appreciate it. So, Jerry, down in Maryland looking for the weave. He thinks a little Band-Aid, bandage, wrap him up, get him back on the court. Yeah, we got to get, get him healthy first. Though. I'm not, I'm not uh, okay with just putting a bandage on him and <laughs> saying, Joel, I'll get back out there. I'm trying to get him as healthy as I possibly can, and then I will strategically play him throughout the course of the playoffs. That's that's my that's my uh, deal with that. I, that's what I would like. Yeah, I do think this time he is hurt for real. Uh, you know, people always wonder how bad is it. I mean, Joel can be dramatic sometimes with his injuries. I think he's hurt. Uh, unfortunately, he has a lot of injuries in his career. It's just it's part of his his career. It's part of his story. I think he's really hurt, and I hope this time he could get fully healthy because it just feels like we never get him. Fully healthy. He's always kind of halfway back in. All right, Hugh, you got about an hour. You ready to denounce this guy? Beauregard Lee? You got an hour to put this guy in his place. So, this so I got to denounce him right now? You have one hour by, to go. By the end of the show. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I'm just saying. This is a big decision y'all you seem to reluctant. Me to make. I'm you not, seem I'm reluctant. not saying I'm being reluctant, but I'm just like, well, y'all what's putting pressure. What's the big decision? I'm just saying you put pressure on me. I, I, I don't it do well in easy. pressure situations. It seems easy. Disregard this fake Puxatani Phil ripoff from down in Georgia. I'm just saying, but you asking me to do stuff like, you know, <laughs> that I am I need time to think about these things. It's not waffling. It's it's called I need I need to make these calculated decisions. Here's my calculated decision. Better. This 
other Paxatani Phil ripoff is Beauregard. a fraud. Beauregard, Somebody just told me Beauregard, the name Beauregard means, I think, beautiful place or something like uh, that. I've looked at this. He's a fraud. This groundhog. He's not beautiful. I mean, not even close. No, was, I, I did see the name. It means beautiful gaze. A beautiful gaze. A Beauregard. Bo- oh, Beau- a Beauregard. A beautiful gaze. Yeah, looking beautiful out. gaze. Yeah, have you looked at this thing? You think that, and there's nothing beautiful no, gazing about no, this I'm thing. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm gonna name my child. There can just be one Paxitani. There can only be one Rodentia. Well, there's lots of Rodentia. He's a rat. Tell well, there's only one important Rodentia. That's right, and the one that comes out on February second. And tell the, us. it's only two. It's only two groundhogs that I fool with. <laughs> and one, and the second one is the one that gives away money. Oh, the one in the lottery. Yeah, better get scratching <laughs> that that cat. Gus. Oh, Gus, yeah. Gus. Uh, Gus, yeah, Gus fooled, is kind of a fraud, I fooled too. with Gus. I'm not. I didn't. You, know, on Gus. I, you didn't think about Gus, I huh? probably should have thought this would come up today. I wasn't, <laughs> wasn't considering that we discussed Gus. All right, 215-592-9494. We'll come back. Your phone calls on Embiid, the Eagles, this coaching staff. And if you want to chime in, of course, on the A.J. Brown debate that's raged on on WIP <laughs> all week long. It's all out there. Plus, is an old friend returning to the NFC East. I can't wait to talk about this one. That's the next Midday Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. ESPN Bet is now live in Pennsylvania. As the official sports book of ESPN, ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today and the new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. Oh, what a play. Must be 21 plus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% 
15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast welcome back sports radio 94 wip it is the midday show hugh douglas joe Gilio. it is a friday they're not quite a football Friday. It's our first. This is our first uh, weekend since what? Before Labor Day, without any football. Wait a minute. We got the Senior Bowl this weekend, right? I think it's this weekend. You're right. Well, you you talking about professional sports? Yeah. We but got I, the the Pro Bowl uh, stuff. Did you watch any of that stuff last night? Not a one. one I saw minute. some videos of Jalen throwing the ball at the target and yeah, smiling. Yeah, like he was having fun. Yeah. Well, good for him. Uh, the the other thing I realized or just thought about when I saw the clips of Jalen playing in the Pro Bowl contest or whatever they're doing down there. He obviously hasn't had surgery yet, if nah. that is to come. Um, you know, we'll see what, uh, you know, who he knows. He looks happy. He was smiling, which yeah, was which was good happy. to see. I, I like that. I, are people upset that he's smiling? I don't know, man. You know, it's kind of weird because, you know, I'm pretty sure that there was somebody at home watching the Pro Bowl game. Somebody, Why the hell is he smiling? He wasn't smiling and talking on the sideline. That's how, you know, that's how some people roll. So somebody was upset. They just mm. probably ain't, ain't voiced that opinion, but somebody was upset. I was happy he's smiling. Good. I mean, down the stretch of the season, I mean, there wasn't much to smile about around here. I did note that he was smiling. Mm-hmm. I found it interesting because he almost we spent this entire season like wondering if it was in him. We talked about the stoicism, robot. I mean, it's clearly in him. There is emotion to be had, to be pulled out. He is capable of going out there and enjoying himself while he plays football. We just didn't give him any reasons to this no, year. And, and he didn't give himself much reason to, to, to be fair to him down the stretch of the season. He wasn't exactly playing his best football. So we had that. But, yes, you're right. There's a Pro Bowl stuff. There's a Senior Bowl next week. And, of course, the Super Bowl. A lot to discuss here. But speaking of the NFC East, because we talked about how this coaching staff is now, you know, now that it's settled, do we feel better about it? And I do with, with more and Fangio here. This story, I saw it and I was like, I need this to happen. I just need it to happen. So, Hugh, Dan Quinn took that job. He is the new head coach of the Washington Commanders. Mm-hmm. And did you see who one of his candidates is to become his offensive coordinator? And we know Dan Quinn, when he has a good offensive coordinator, as we saw with Kyle Shanahan, Dan Quinn can win a lot of football games. He got to a Super Bowl. Did you see who this name was? Yes, I did. Our old buddy, Chip Kelly, interviewing you know a candidate to interview for the Washington Commanders offensive coordinator job. I need this to happen. That would be fun. You know what's funny? Like, there's not a whole lot of uh, coaches that come from the college ranks and, and have a lot of success. I think Chip was one of them, though. He was pretty decent mm. when, he, when he came. I mean, from initially he was pretty oh, decent. Oh, yeah, yeah, they won 10 games. Yeah, yeah, yeah initially. So I, I would like to see that. And he, I think the story that I read was he wanted another bite at the apple of playing, being in, a, in the sports. Sure. Did not know he had one other stint at his, as a head coach for like a year. Oh, the 49ers. He, yeah. was, a, he was a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> one more stint. Oh. He, he just, you know, he went by the wayside. But he want to get another crack at the apple. Yeah, that would be fun. It, I mean, it would just be fun to play them twice a year. It would be fun to have, Like, imagine Eagles games against Chip Kelly with the way that it ended here. It would be awesome. As far as how he would do, 
I do think he's probably better suited to be a coordinator. He's not exactly I – mean, we saw what happened here. He wasn't a people person. He's, he's just kind of an odd guy. Um, I don't know. I mean, he's, he's coordinated and ran a lot of good offenses in the last 15 years across the sport, right? UCLA, mm-hmm. somewhat. Oregon, obviously. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I could see a world where he has some success again as a coordinator in the league. I could also see, like, the problems he had last time. He doesn't adjust, and he just gets run back out to college football. I am willing to take the chance that he's decent and just say for the fun of it. Um, and Kyle, what do you think? You want Chip back in the division? I'm good with it. Yeah, yeah. like it'll just be fun. The storylines every time we go to play Washington, it's the yeah, Eagles' it defense versus Chip Kelly's offense. <laughs> yeah, and it does scream dysfunction, which has been a constant yes. for the Com- Commodores. True. It's very. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Is he going to do that weird like tongue thing that he does? It is odd. Chip. If you search like a gif of Chip Kelly, you see that. Yeah, he's yeah. got these like licking his upper he's lip. He's just Chip, a bizarre Chip is a guy. Fiercely private person. That's the one thing I do remember about him, and that's what people said about him. Like he 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 plays. You know his friends. They don't really. He don't really talk a whole lot about his personal life. He's just some guy that plays it real close to the best. I believe it was when he was here. You know, we found out he had a secret wife. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. I mean, not that we. I mean, typically. I don't know. Maybe I just don't pay attention. I don't it's know. It's just funny when you say it like that, secret wife. Well, I, look, I, if like you ask me, nobody. if you ask me, like there was a 30 people out there, 30 women out there, and you said one of those people is the wife of a, a coach in our city. I probably wouldn't know who it is. I don't pay enough attention. Like, But mm-hmm. you know they're married, right? They like they drop hints. They say, my wife, my kids. It's kind of normal. Yeah, and most wives don't play that. Don't I don't, don't nobody know who I am game. Like well, they, they need to be recognized. Yeah, it speaks to the Chip Kelly thing. He was always a little bit different. Uh, I think it'd be so much fun if he got to play the Eagles twice a year. So he's got an interview with the commanders. And, and that rumor's been out there before Quinn took the job because when Quinn was involved in the Seattle Seahawks search, I saw that, that he could bring Chip Kelly with him. It feels like he's going to bring Chip Kelly with him. We might get that. All right, 215-592-9494. Terrence in Springfield's up. What's up, Terrence? Terrence. Hugh, Joe, Kyle, what's up, man? What's going hey, on? Hey, Terrence. Hey, Joe, you my dog, man. But one thing I, I got to disagree with you on, man, the A.J. Brown thing, man. I feel like Patrick Chertain, he don't really give us no no boost. And I feel like our offense, if we got Chertain and let A.J. go, I feel like we'll have the same offense we had that year when we lost to Brady. It feels pedestrian. Pedestrian. So here's what I, I think this is where, before you go on, I think this is where we, we all just differ on this. I think it'd be easier to find another good receiver to put next to Devontae than to find a star corner. I, I just I, I think they're harder oh, to find. No, the way, the way AJ dominated, dominated, dominated the league last year, I just don't know. Yeah, he I don't know. For real. He was Debo he was, Debo. He was doing his thing. And I feel like I like our veteran coordinators that we got, but I feel like the players and Sirianni have to finish the job this year. Because I feel like if they don't, then I'll be I'll be open to a trade to trade AJ Brown. This year, I feel like this, this, everybody's in their prime. If we look bad this year, then I'll be open to trading, you know, A.J. Brown. But right now, if Sirianni don't get that message to the locker room, and I, I got a quick thing on, on B, too, but if Sirianni don't get that message to the locker room next year, mm-hmm. we got to get you some trades and do some, you know what I mean? We got to do some mixed matching, do whatever you got to do to get this team back to where it needs to be, or let Sirianni go, whatever we have to do. So I think, yeah, Terrence. I think this is it's it's one of those years. This is a make or break year for the you whole gotta, thing. You gotta, yeah, this is the year, uh, Joe. Totally, totally. So, uh, Terrence, what are you thinking on Joel? Joel and B. Uh, I kind of feel like you, Joe, with, with Philadelphia sports right now, when you be saying no, 
<laughs> I feel like you right now. Why? Yeah, I'm sick of this right now. Like, every year, Joel and B getting hurt every year. Like, right now, I would scrap it because he if he comes back, you know he's not going to be 100% the rest of the way. You know he's not. And he's going to be on one leg like he was that one year, and they fell short again. So you either got to scrap it or get another star. And I'm on the verge of scrapping it because the time that we got, if you get a star play over here, you're going to have to give away half of our roster. And it's just not going to add up. You see what's going on with Doc Rivers over there in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. This guy, these guys are still losing. I know. They're 0-2 like, in his first two games. Doc walks into the best situation you're joke. ever going to take over midseason, and yeah, he can't win. Not, <laughs> I love it. But John B, man, I'm still, I, don't know, I don't know if Adam Silver got a voodoo doll. Somebody's poking this guy's uh, John B's doll. He's getting hurt every year. But uh, at some point, we got to get some kind of plan. And get this guy, get this guy upright throughout the whole season. And there has, that's the thing, Terrence. There has to be a cohesive plan. Terrence, good phone call. That, that's part of the problem with the MB thing is I, there never feels like there's a plan. It just feels like he wakes up on a day, like let's say, I don't know, was it Tuesday night? In, I'm going to play. I'm going to play. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not going to play this night. Yeah, I think that at this point in your career, you have to figure out what it is that's important. And, and the, the team has to also sit down with you and help you figure that out. But I think at this point, with your injury history, you have to be smart about this. Because you're still in the prime of, of your career, but you're oft injured. And that's, that's not a good place to be. I've always said your biggest asset is your availability. And right now you're not available. But I'm willing to scrap, what, 15 games, 17 games, something like that, whatever I need to do in order to get you ready in the playoffs. And I think this is, this is the step in that direction right now. I think this is a blessing in disguise. If you know, no jokes about it, I think this is a blessing in disguise give him two months off, and getting ready for the playoffs. I do wonder how many games he would need to ramp back up. Time is going to play a role into this. All of it, So yes. we know when the playoffs start, mid-April. We know it's early February right now. I do wonder what the, the, the date is where he's got to get back to have a chance to look like himself in the playoffs. He's not like most athletes. I mean, some guys could take off. And they come back, and you even forgot they were hurt, or you forgot they were out. There's, they don't have rust. They, they have their energy, or it takes them, you know, a game or two mm-hmm. to, to have their stamina. We know with Joel, it, it doesn't. It takes change him the training regimen. I don't a know bit. if it matters. I mean, Hugh, I, I, I don't disagree with you. He probably does, but every time he's come back from injury, that that you know takes him out a while. It takes him a long time to get back into shape. Yeah, and I think that. With that being said, Joe, you have to approach it differently because you know that when you come back, you're going to be getting ready. You're ramping up for the playoffs. So I would think that when they talk about this plan, all of that has to be implemented. Your nutritionist, the way that you're going to handle this moving forward, uh, if there's no surgery involved, how you're going to get your cardio in every day to help maintain a certain level See of, that, but that's, of, of, of uh, fitness. That's the hard part with a knee issue, right? If this was a broken arm, cardio is yeah, easy. but, but – it's a knee. You could, you could, you could. There are different ways you could get in the. Uh, I don't know what you call it, but when the, the water, you get in the water, oh, the so treadmill in the uh, water to take the pressure off. Yeah, of I your remember legs. watching the. Um, and then the, they have a bubble thing too. The quarterback show last summer. Cousins was in the pool a lot, yeah. like running and almost running in the pool because it's it's no pressure on your knees, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's all be wonderful. I mean that that's great. It, but you, it, it all depends on how how serious you are about maintaining your level of cardio yeah. of physical uh, ability as well. I mean, it's tough. Like, being hurt and not being able to run is, is tough, especially when you're a guy who, who has issues with your weight. Trust me, I know. 
and but you have to do a better job of of watching what you eat and just being prepared. I mean, it could be done. It, you have to probably be strict, but it could be done. It could be, and that look if, if it comes back and he's back for the playoffs, everyone will hope and cross their fingers he could be his best. The playoffs. I, I'm at the point now where I'm beat, where I want to shut him down, get him fully healthy. And if it means you don't see him, you don't see him until next year, I'm okay with that. I I I think it'd be better for the long term with the franchise. Frank, is it Sewell? Hey, Frank. Hey guys. Joe, What's up, Frank? Joe, what are you thinking? What are you you're acting like? This is like he's the third year in his career. I mean, he missed two his first two seasons to be healthy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he and we have Nick Nurse. I mean, doesn't he teach him to stop diving after balls at center court? Like 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 I don't understand this. Like he's never gone to. He's never going to have the mindset to control himself and limit himself. He's not. I don't care who the coach is. He's, you're, what's going to happen next year? He's going to come back pretty healthy, right? He's going to get, probably get hurt again, right? And he probably will get hurt again. Right? Probably. Like yeah, that. probably. So, so what's your point? I mean, I'm with you. you I mean, look, I, look I, he's a very unique player. He's a unique, very unique. He's great. But – Aside of the fact that even when he is kind of a little healthy or he does play in playoff games, he only averages like nine points a game less. He's got the biggest despair of, of, of differential, point differential, from regular season to playoffs out of any superstar I can think of. And, no, well, Frank, it's ever. I mean, you're right. Last year it was ever. There's never been an MVP in the postseason, you know, the, the guy that won from the regular season that averaged a bigger drop. You're, you're right. So, exactly. Frank, I, you're well, right. You're right at everything. Career. I get my point is – We've tried this for years. We've tried the he's banged up. Let's manage it. Let's put a brace on. Let's see. We'll, we'll get 80% out of him. This doesn't work. I, I've just resigned myself that I don't think they're going to win a title this year, no matter what happens. So I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying yeah. to make next year the best possible shot because they do have cap room. They could get another player in here. Right. And that, that way that may, maybe, maybe next year they could do it in a smarter way. Maybe. Right. But is he going to ever stop diving for balls and stuff? I mean, is he going to be healthy himself? Say you get another two. Say Jimmy Butler will come back or whatever. Is he going to be? Is he going to be healthy in the playoffs next year? Probably I mean, that's not. My point. Yeah, no, and and, and I don't disagree, Frank. It's it's not like there's no good answer. And Frank, we preached the phone call. There's no e- if there was an easy thing, they would have done they would this. Right. Do that. And that's why I would rather take that chance this year. If I can get him healthy enough this year with the time that's allotted to me, I would take that chance. Because like you like you said, I don't know what's going to happen next year with Joel Embiid as far as him being healthy enough to play. Some some other freak accident could happen to him, and, and we not be in this situation. I feel like you should take advantage of the situation that's presented to you. And if it gives me – if this too much gives me time to keep him in shape, number one, and get him ready for the run, the playoff run, I'll, I'll take it like that. So here's where I'm at, and I understand your point, and you don't want to just waste this year. Don't want to waste it. But I think there's a real chance they're better next season. They have a, a max cap spot. Pascal Siakam could be here next year which helps them navigate 50 games or 30 games Joel's going to sit out as mm-hmm. we rest him. I, if I thought this team could win a championship, I'd be in a different position today. I'd feel, you know what, get him healthy and get him back out there. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I don't know if that's this team. In fact, I don't think it is. Silvio's in Miami. Silvio! Silvio! Hey, what's going on, guys? Good afternoon. Oh, what's up, buddy? Oh. What do you think of this coaching staff? Hey, hey, listen, so I think that the Vic Vangio signing could actually be a blessing in disguise because we've been saying for years that Howie and Leary have undervalued the linebacker position. Mm-hmm. And looking up Fangio's defensive scheme and what he thrives on, linebacking play is really important to him. So I think this is going to force him 
to kind of reevaluate, like, you know, how do we draft linebackers going forward? Because let's be honest, for the last few years, we've had pretty terrible linebacking play or at least subpar linebacking play. Yeah, it hasn't been good. So, so I kind of look forward to seeing what St. Gio does and seeing, if you know, Leary and how we really do give him the free reign to kind of develop the defense the way that he wants to see it fit. Yeah, Sylvia, you, you mentioned those linebackers. The day they hired him, we, we kind of went through all the, the ones he's coached over the years. It's amazing how many star linebackers he's coached. Every stop, there's someone, Sam Mills and Cornelius Bennett and Jamie Sharper and Patrick Willis and Roquan Smith. Everywhere he goes, Silvio, they, he gets good linebacker play. Yeah, so this is hopefully this will push uh, Howard and Lurie, you know, to go out and get a Trot Jr. coming into Philly. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, the, the one. that's the hope. You know, he's been mock draft all over the place, though. He, they got him in the first round, second round. I don't know if they're willing to change their philosophy that much that they'll take him in the first round, but hopefully they'll take him. Yeah, because, I mean, I think we, we're still pretty good with uh, with defensive line depth. So I'm, I'm hoping that they can finally revitalize this linebacking core and hopefully they can go out there and get a star safety to really solidify this defense because, man, I'm 34 years old, and I grew up watching the Jim Johnson era, and to see what the defense has become, you know, has been pretty, pretty disheartening. Yeah, it's been well. Let, Silvio, last year wasn't just disheartening; it was ridiculously bad. It was, it was that bad. Silvio, appreciate the phone call. So you, you brought up the uh, the trot thing. So I guess you saw a mock where he was the 22nd pick to the Eagles. Yes, I did. It was, it was funny because it came across my timeline. I guess you know I had been, we had been talking about it or heard me or whatever. The algorithm. That algorithm, and I, and I saw you. it, and I and I sent it to Trot, and you know he looked at it. But that's pretty cool, man, to know that that your son is gonna probably go higher in the draft than you did, and he's a pretty darn good player, so really he, good player. Here's one thing I I do trust Howie with a lot. He he knows, and he's got a good sense of where you should pick a player you want. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna take Trot at 22, Mm-mm. but they could. Remember the Nicobe Dean thing a couple years ago, Kyle? Everyone was screaming after the first round, get Nicobe Dean with the second round pick. Howie, and, you know, I don't know how he does this. He's intel or just kind of reading the room correctly. He's got a very good read of what other teams are going to do. I thought Sam Hinkie had a great – that was one thing he did super well when he was in charge of the Sixers for a brief time. So, I'm not going to get upset if they don't take Trot at number 22. They might be able to get him in the second round. Just get him. (laughs) Look. You gotta start having the same conversation with Nakobe. Is why do they drop to the second round? Well, that's part of it. Yeah, no, that's, I, that's fair. Right? If he was that great, maybe we he'd are go. finding out why Nakobe is the third round pick. Yeah, well, we are finding out. He can't stay on the field. Remember that, was, that stuff about Nakobe? It was like he had all those injuries and the worry about his. I think it was his pec coming out of college, which I don't think has been an issue here, but everything else. Everything else has been an issue. It's it's tough, man. You know, you can have all the talent in the world, but. Again, your biggest asset is your availability, and if you're not going to be available, it's kind of hard to count on you to see what you can do because you're you're not out there on the field. So, yeah, it's tough. Well, I think that's why we're at the point with Nicobe. I mean, I know, I know how he mentioned him at the po- a press conference in the yeah. season. They can't count on Nicobe. Not- you, have to, you have to hedge your bets a little bit. Totally. I, I mean, it- you, to, if you're being smart about it, you have to. Yeah, like if Howie came out tomorrow and said, Nicobe Dean, right now, no doubt about it, is one of our starting two linebackers to start next season, I would then say. Then you wouldn't trust Howie as much as you used to. It's a mistake. You're, you're just, looking at him like you're good and crazy. Too too many eggs in a basket that is just, it's not worked out. Let's talk to Cam in Jersey. What's up, Cam? Hey, what's going on? Can you hear me? Gotcha, Cam. What are you thinking today? Uh, so, first time caller, and uh, thank you for having me on. But, Joe, I have a serious issue with your take with uh, Mr. Patrick Sertain, sir. Um, first of all, I think you're on drugs and you're insane, uh, and I think you need help. Um, Tell me why. That was, that was oh, not personal way, you, at all. 
<laughs> yes. But you, by the way, it is an honor and a pleasure, sir. I appreciate you. <laughs> First of all, so I'm going to whip out some stats for you guys real quick. I know I don't have a lot of time, but I'm going to try to get as much out as I can. All right. So your take, I just want to make sure I get this right, Joe. Your take is basically you would trade Mr. A.J. Brown, the best offensive weapon and the second-ranked wide receiver in the NFL, over the 25th-ranked cornerback in 2023, Patrick Sertain. So once before you, before, you, before you make all your points, um, my, my big take is I think at some point soon the Eagles have to move away from all this offense and start putting the resources on defense. Jack brought up the idea two days ago. I think I'm with him. I would make that trade if it was actually presented. Yes. Okay. And one more, one more, one more, one more, one more, one more quick one. Before, and then you, you got the floor. Those rankings are someone else's opinion. Those are That's not – they're not – that Cam, PFF has people that watch the games and, and rank players. It's an opinion. It's all it is. I, I think people get lost sometimes what PFF is. They hire people. Those people watch the games. They grade the players based on their subjectivity, and then they give them a grade. So all you are giving me is someone else's opinion. In my opinion, okay. in my opinion, A.J. Brown is a top five wide receiver. There's a lot of good ones, Tyreek, Justin Jefferson, but he's top five. And I think Sertain is a top five corner. So that's where I come from on it. Okay. So, and I share an opinion with people at PFF. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go with that. So here's, here's part of my opinion. Um, according to PFF, uh, we already have a cornerback that is just as good, technically, not really, but technically uh, as good, potentially, as Patrick Sertain. Do you know, I know who that is? That's Bradley Roby. He's ranked 13th in the NFL as a cornerback. Um, Joe, Joe, Joe just he, he, 25th. I, I hey, understand Cam, there's some discrepancy. Let me tell you what just happened. Joe, Joe just threw his headphones off. I'm good. I'm back. Okay. I, need, I, need, I need a moment. I'm, going. I'm not done. I'm I know. Done. I got you. You're so, on. You're good. So Patrick Sertain's 2023 stats. He had one interception, ranked 42nd in the NFL. He had 89 targets, ranked for 12. He allowed 80, an average of 86 yards per game, tied for 15th in the NFL. The Denver Broncos have allowed the most points by any team last year with 181, and that includes in the red zone. Uh, among cornerbacks in 2023, again, he's ranked 25th. I'll compare that to A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown had 106 receptions, 1,456 yards, averaging 13.7 yards to carry, seven touchdowns, and if you're going to rank him, he is second and not only not only second in the in wide receivers, he's top five in offensive weapons in general. So you're going to tell me, and oh, and by the way, Patrick Tain is only two years younger than A.J. Brown. So you're going to tell me you're going to trade Patrick Tain who, by the way, isn't even in the top 10 last year in cornerbacks and include, and, and yes, you can technically call him a shutdown corner, but if he's a shutdown corner, he wouldn't have 89 receptions, almost top 15 in the NFL. So you're telling me A.J. Brown and the offense that he provides to Jalen Hurts <laughs> is going to be a, is not a better option than having Patrick Sertain on our defense, by the way, <laughs> who already has issues all over the place, <laughs> not just, the cornerback position. I agree with you that the I Cam, I just I got I I got I that's a lot. You got a lot there. Good good numbers. I just need I need to go back to one thing. Did you tell me that Bradley Roby is a higher ranked corner than Pat Sertain? In terms he of said ter- he said yes. on, on paper. On, he did what, say on what paper. paper. On paper. He what, said it in pro what, football what paper. We're in the offseason now. All we got is paper. No, no, no. Cam, Cam, I, Cam, and I love you, man. I have eyes. Four of them. Hold on. Bradley, this is the same, this is the same Bradley Roby that was sitting at home until October? The same Bradley Roby that couldn't cover anyone during the season? He's cooked. What are we talking about? I'm like, you want, I, I entertain the idea. 
But if we're going off of a ranking that tells me Bradley Roby, who literally you could shake a tree outside on Market Street, you could find three Bradley Robies. He's a journeyman corner. He's in his 30s. Did you watch the tackle attempt he had against the Giants in Week 18? The guy's cooked, everybody. If your stats are telling me Bradley Roby is a higher-ranked player than Pat Sertain, then we, we can't use these stats. They're not statistics. They are ridiculous. It was a sound argument, though, Cam, but yeah. No, it wasn't. It was ruined he by said, the— He said— Bradley no, Roby? The numbers. Bradley Roby is finished. <laughs> I, I, what am I supposed to do with I that? I was with you, Cam. I was with you. Joe ain't, Joe ain't got no respect. Personally, I'm taking the more simple approach and just using my eyeballs and my brain. Well, that's what I try to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here, here, well, here's, yours, yours isn't working yeah, quite. Here's where I'm at. I, I just—this used to be Philadelphia. That, that's what this place used to be, where defense mattered. And now I sit next to Mr. Offense and Mr. Used to be Defense. Over here. <laughs> used to live in a society. Mr. Used to be. It's a luxury, not a necessity. No, as, as I watch two teams in the top five points per game allowed in the Super Bowl. Luxury, not a necessity. We couldn't stop Baker Mayfield in a playoff game. The level of disappointment that you're displaying to me and your voice is like, I, I, I can feel that. I, I, I thought I knew who you were. <laughs> I thought I knew. I can feel it. I can feel it. I, I, you know what? If I'm I, just saying, If man, I have to be Mr. Defense to get I, it. Yeah. I am okay with this offense. We just need a little bit of defense. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. A little bit. That's why I'm so willing to go with these young cats. You told me that we've last seen, year. We've seen. At least I've consisted on that. I know. <laughs> you are. <laughs> we've seen with this defense. We've seen young players come in and what time playing does, on-the-job training, I like to call it. So I'm willing to do that with this team. It's not going to be pretty. The days of, of, of Seth joining and Reggie White being out there, man, I'm, uh, hey, listen, the days is gone, man. We're yeah. offensive unit. The fact that we went out and got Coach Goober to, to open up this offense even more, doesn't that tell you everything that you need to know? You guys are we went driving me nuts. We went old school on defense because you know what Vic Fangio is. Let me tell you what Vic Fangio is. Old. He's an old <laughs> – okay. He's an old school guy. He's a good guy coach. He's a really good that's coach. a really good coach that can go out and fix your team with minimal minimal guys. That's what he is. Hopefully. Coach uh, Goober is the guy that's going to be – they're going to give him all the access Kyle, to. get on ordering Hugh that jersey. Keely Ringo, we got to get a jersey. All right, 215-592-9494. We'll come back. As many calls as we could get to. A few lines open. Would you punt the Sixers season to get Embiid fully healthy? Your reaction to the Joel news. And we do have a doctor joining us. Dr. Bob joins the show next segment to explain what's going on with Joel. Plus, we're officially kissing the baby on one <laughs> Eagles free agent. That's next. Midday show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. People are saying I look great. And that's thanks to Hydroxycut Hardcore. Hardcore results thanks to that potent formula that works, delivering maximum energy so I can kill my workouts every morning. Hydroxycut Hardcore is available as a pill, drink mix, or gummies that feature a scientifically researched weight loss program designed for results. With a good diet and a routine workout, this is the boost you need for your everyday workouts. Find Hydroxycut Hardcore at your local Walmart, walmart.com, or visit hydroxycut.com for a chance to win a trip to the big game in Vegas. That's Hydroxycut. Check them out. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.